The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hour two, live at Brown O'Haver today. Toby and TJ back with you, hanging out with John Whitson. Porter Moser will join us at 8.15 this morning as his undefeated Sooners get set to attempt to move to 10-0 and tomorrow night, hosting Green Bay. John, what do you think about the basketball team so far this year? I mean, my goodness, are you kidding me? We talked a little bit about it last month when you were here, but it's, it's one word, it's athleticism. They're just so much more athletic. They're long. They're rangy. They're, they make things hard on the defensive end, but then on the offensive end, they're running. Then you're beating teams. One of your best players doesn't even score a basket. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very exciting time. And um, I, I don't – golly, dude. The Big 12 has been brutal the last – well, forever. But it feels like it's been brutal the last seven or eight years, especially for Oklahoma – and now you've added Houston. Yep. And are they on our schedule? Will we play them? Yeah, they come to Norman, I think, last week of the regular season. And then you've added BYU, who's in the top 25. I think they're 18th. Top 15, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah top 20, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're, I think they're 18th. So you're adding two. Cincinnati's good. <sighs> yeah, I mean, and who's the – I don't UC, know. How, UCF's how, okay. The problem is it's just a gauntlet. So I'm trying to be measured with my enthusiasm. Because we've seen this from right. Oklahoma teams where Fair. they are dominant, not just good, but dominant Fair. in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And then we start going up against K-State and Kansas and Iowa State and Baylor and Tech and Texas and Oklahoma State. I mean, the list goes on. You forget Baylor won a national championship two years ago, right? I mean, it's, it's nuts. So I'm trying to temper it, but I'm having a hard time. I'm really, really excited. If we beat North Carolina – uh, I know they're not like, you know, I know Michael Jordan and James Worthy aren't playing on this team, but they're still Carolina, and it's still going to be in the state of Carolina. 20,000 Carolina fans. Yeah, that's what, yeah, they're still wearing their uh, the Tar Heel blue and the whole deal. So, But if we could beat Carolina, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really, really, really excited going into the Big 12. But, um, I, I mean, I just kind of need to see us play in conference play to know, you know, where we're at. But, I mean, it's hard for me not to envision – at a minimum, a tournament team, Toby. Am I? I mean, I don't think this is def- this is a tournament team, this right? Is definitely an NCAA tournament team, which we haven't seen in three. They years. have not made the last two years. Yes, did we? Okay, the final year of Kruger, they was the uh, was the uh, pandemic tourney in Indianapolis. They beat Missouri in the first round. They lost against Zaga in the second round in Hinkle Fieldhouse. That's correct. Okay, everybody left after that. Now that was twenty one, though, right? It was the 2021, because 2020 20, was completely canceled. 2020-21 season. Okay, so yeah, so the end of 22, 
and end of 23, we did not, you're right, yeah. we did not make it. Yeah, so it's been two years. Um, but, man, this team, I mean, you just compare, again, the physicality, the athleticism with the last two teams. Listen, we, we liked the Groves brothers. They were fine. Yeah. They were nice players. They should have been coming great, off. Great guys. They should have been coming off the bench. Uh-huh. If that's your sixth man, if Tanner was your sixth man coming off the bench, giving you energy, five fouls to give type guy, yeah. go in there and hit a couple threes and then come back and sit down. Love it. That would have been fantastic. Counting on him as a starting four or even five, whatever he was, in the Big 12, that wasn't going to cut it. The dudes we have now, you're starting to say, okay, these guys can play in the Big 12 night in and night out. They're not going to – they're going to so. be – So I, I'm excited about it, but I'm, I'm nervous about it. I mean, my God, this conference is – Cautious optimism is what you're experiencing. Excited, excited, cautious optimism. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty fun though, right? I mean, this team—they're a fun brand of basketball. They get up and down, dude. Anytime you get your a coach thrown out again, I mean, that Arkansas game, that guy—it's insane how that dude acts. And yep. you, it, it, it's when they when coaches do stuff like that, it just baffles me that players want to go play for him. I can't imagine wanting to go play for that guy. Can't imagine it. No. I mean, he, this this is insanity. Like. Mosier, who's going to be on here in about an hour, yeah, that guy's a bundle of energy. He's fired up. He's excited. But he's not embarrassing himself. He's not embarrassing our school. Right. I mean, that kind of – that was just embarrassing. It was just weak. And it feels like when he's losing, that's kind of the way he acts. So I'm kind of looking forward to it over the next two or three years. Hopefully he stays at Arkansas. TJ is uh, so excited about his team. This team, he drove to Tulsa to watch him last really? uh, weekend, which he never supports the Sooners on the road. Um, and they went Except, up to uh, the times I go on the road to support them. How about that, huh? I think we were technically the home team, though, right? So that's that's a good point you make. So it really wasn't more like a home. Game. It was a home game, like a pseudo home game. Yeah. Uh, I I can't wait for next Wednesday night. It is. I don't want to overlook Saturday. I was with Porter last night. He was at that event, and I kept trying to ask him about Carolina, and he was like, "We got to play Green Bay tomorrow night." And I was like, "Yeah," but he was like, "Did you see Chicago State? Like Chicago State." was dead last in the net rankings, and they just beat a top 25 team two nights ago. And he's like, we can't overlook Green Bay. And I was like, yeah, but it's just me and you talking here, Coach. How about Carolina? Isn't that going to be amazing? No. It's going to be an awesome setting. Yeah, but to, to Coach's point, though, the transfer portal, early exits by the best players in college basketball, um, and everything that goes in there makes those mid-major teams – incredibly competitive with power five You're right. teams right because they the can have team can't overlook them and because Porter they can, can have 20 them, they can have but 20 I can. well we can yeah but they could also it's just like if we played them in the tournament if green bay was our tr- if, if, if if this was a four what would it, what would it be a four 13 a four 13 matchup and green bay was 13 dude we can't overlook a 13 i no. mean because they got 22 year old if no, i don't want to overlook them either i hope i hope they but, play well and win but but carolina would be a great next win. wednesday night <laughs> It is. I was there last year. We played the first game last year against Florida. Carolina-Michigan was game two. And when the OU-Florida game tipped off, it was a nice crowd there. It was, it was maybe half full. It was probably eight, ten thousand 10,000 people there. And as the OU game progressed, it just filled up and up and up, and everybody's in powder blue. And by the time Carolina and Michigan tipped off, it was, it was just an unbelievable scene because it's – more people than they can fit in a normal home game at Chapel Hill playing in the NBA arena. And uh, and they're good. They're a top-10 team this year. Yeah. And OU's probably going to be 10-0 and when they roll in. So 
It's going to be great. They're going to wear their blue. I think at this event, it's like a color rush. So Carolina's going to wear their blue. Oklahoma's going to wear their red. Oh, I It's going to be a festive Christmas atmosphere. And this is what I've always liked about college. TJ, have you decided who you're rooting for yet in this game? Oh, no. Uh, Oklahoma Sooners. That doesn't, it doesn't take me long to answer that. Wow, that's a surprise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless Carolina wins, then I'll be like, yeah, go Hills. I've never been. I was never a Carolina guy. Well, TJ's a front runner because Michael Jordan went to Carolina, so he started cheering for Carolina, and then he went to the Bulls, so he started cheering for the Bulls, and and then he liked uh, uh, all the teams that win. The Yankees, I don't know that I cheered them. for them. I just like Michael Jordan. Can we veer off into the NBA just for a second since you brought it up? Yeah, sure. Because I was talking Thunder about, lost last night. Yeah, that, that's not, not the Thunder. I was going to talk about your Pacers. Oh yeah, okay. So, because um, I was telling my brother how you like you're the first person I've ever met that doesn't like Michael Jordan, which right. I thought was pretty weird. I still do, but that's fine because you're an Indiana fan. Sure. But I was talking about how certain teams in the NBA, and if you think about, and I use the example of like Memphis in the late two thousands when we were really good, kind of that 2011, 2012 period how Memphis was kind of like a thuggish team, you yeah. know, you didn't want to play them. Right. Because they were, you know, Zach Randolph, that whole group. Sure. They were, they were not great guys, and we hated them right. as Thunder fans. I feel like your Pacers oh, sure. are becoming that team in the NBA oh, right now. Oh, this team. This mm. Pacers team, exemplified by the basketball stealing of Giannis and Dames. That wasn't very cool of them. It wasn't it, very I, cool, but I'm just saying those guys kind of are starting to be that team – that is kind of good. Creating the, the, an, an identity for themselves of not being the good guys. I don't know if How that's, about that. I don't know if that's true or not, but I hope it is because that's like when Indiana was at its best in that Reggie Miller era. Nobody liked Reggie. Nobody liked the Davis brothers. Nope. They were big, Agreed. bad, like Mark Jackson. They weren't the Pistons, but they, they were. They were definitely bully ball. Yeah, they weren't even. Yeah, and they weren't. The, Buddy Hield is on this Pacers team. How can you not like him? But I saw. Even I'm watching Buddy Hield. Well, first of all, I love Buddy Hield. But even Buddy Hield, you're like, oh man, he's a little cockier than he used to be. Like he's a little because he's the greatest shooter of all time. That's why. Oh, I listen. I'm just saying. I think your Pacers are starting to have yeah. an identity, and I wonder if I you're agree. okay with that. Are yeah. you okay with that identity? Yeah. So you're not shying away from it. No. Wow. He'll okay. bandwagon them when it's convenient, then jump yeah. off again. I've always loved the Pacers. Yeah, big Pacers guy. Um, I liked. Is it a front runner to like the Pacers when Larry Bird coached them? Is that a front runner thing to do? No, because they didn't win anything. I like. I mean, the, they went to the finals, but they didn't. I win I liked it. the Pacers when Larry Bird was coaching them. I thought that was a fun time in the Pacers, and it was fun to root for them. Yeah, that's it, really the only time. You're I a bandwagon actively. fan if you jump on, like TJ. Just think of the teams TJ cheers for. He just jumps on whoever winning championships. I'm going to cheer for that team, like the Rangers this year. Yeah, <laughs> I just bandwagon the Rangers. You're right. You go to any game. You are absolutely right. In the playoffs, and he's like, "Hey, look at me. I'm a Ranger." Toby has fan. a problem if, like, my team stinks, and I like say that I'm going for a particular team. Like, well, I hope this team wins the World Series, or I hope this team wins the Super Bowl. Like, he he doesn't understand. Like, uh, it's just a fact. You well, I'm not root, cheering root for them, for... but I would like, yeah, I'd prefer that team to win over that team. Let's not you cheering like for dynasties. Them. You like I do dynasties. like di- dynasties. I do respect dynasties, but that doesn't you mean I'm cheering under, for them. You hate underdogs, and you and like I don't dynasties. like all dynasties. I didn't like the Lakers. Alabama. I didn't like San Antonio. He loves Alabama football. I can respect uh, certain he loves dynasties. The Yankees. He loves the Bulls. He loves the you know. I hated the Lakers. Hated the Lakers. Yeah. Um. Did not like. Uh, what was the other dynasty? Did not like. I'm glad Georgia got beat. I was sick of Kirby Smart. 
you know, there's plenty of dynasties, but you know this. I've said this, that I was a Patriots fan during the run. That's sick. I was. Yeah. Well, that's the because end of our I show. picked them. That's the end of our show from Brown O'Haver today, them. ladies and because gentlemen. Because here's the difference. Here's the difference between them and LeBron. This is why people don't like LeBron, is at least there's a mythical quality to some of these teams. Like uh, with Brady, you've got the sixth-round draft pick or seventh-round draft pick I don't need coming to out of nowhere, whatever. I've heard, I've heard enough about the Patriots. LeBron James, there's nothing. It's like, oh, this guy's going to be really good, and then he ends up being really good. And you're like, okay, great. Where's the story at? There's no story there. Can't stand it. At least there's a yeah. story. Um, schedule release, SEC schedule release Wednesday night. This is very exciting. We now know when oh, we're playing all these teams. What jumped out at you? Alabama and LSU two nights, two weeks in a row. Awesome. I mean, are so you great. kidding me? Yeah. And uh, I, I think that LSU is going to be. Uh, I've already. I'm making plans for Baton Rouge. You're I'll going. Be, I think I'm going to go to Baton. You're not no, scared. What are you talking about? Scared? No. I'm no not some scared. people like TJ are scared to go. I think it, you know what I want to see. Talking about jerseys and what color they're going to wear and stuff. You love to lump me into TJ, this situation. I'm, I'm not involved. You're interrupting me. You lie. Like, your dad has to be so disappointed with you at this point in your life as much uh, as you Anybody who's listened to this show for any length of time know, knows you're terrified of LSU. <laughs> I am I, terrified of LSU fans. That is correct. Yeah. Not LSU I have to, itself. Oh, listen. Then I'm listen, I went to BYU last or this season, uh -huh. and I took my daughter, and we had an amazing time. Sure. One of the best road trips ever. I'm not taking my daughter to Baton Rouge on a Saturday night. Right. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, no I way. don't know. I've never I don't been know. there. Maybe, I don't know they're, if maybe they're very nice people. They are not very nice people. Mm -hmm. My brothers grew up outside of Baton Rouge. Like, yeah. I've been, I've never been to the stadium, but I've been around Cajuns, and they are psychotic. Maybe they're going to say, hey, welcome to the SEC. They will it's not say to welcome to the you. SEC. Would you like some etouffee? No, they won't. Well, they, well, first of all, they might shower you with food, but they're going to mm -hmm. shower you with beer bottles, too. So just get ready for it. They're yeah. horrible, terrible people. Did, whatever we think of Texas Texas Tech, just multiply it. Yeah. Multiply it with more alcohol and weirder accents. Okay? That's when my wife uh, came back to the hotel room with nacho cheese in her hair two straight nights when Where we at? played baseball. At and, Tech, right? No, 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 at LSU. Yeah, no, they're horrible. So, yeah, yeah. so you're saying they're not they're, horrible, but they're they They're horrible. They're horrible. Yeah. But I'm not scared of them, and no, I'm you're excited. scared because you got an OU on your chest right now, right? Thank you. Yes. By the way, if you ever want to start a conversation with anybody in the world – just wear like an Oklahoma hoodie or an Oklahoma deal and then go try. I went to Boston. I got stopped all the time. They wanted to know about Dylan Gabriel. They wanted to go about going to the SEC. They want to know about Brent Venables. The brand travels, guys. Brand it travels. absolutely travels. We're talking in the proudly. Northeast. Wear it proudly. We're talking in the Northeast. They don't even have college football teams up there. And all they wanted to hear about was how Venables is doing. And that was a great game against Texas. And all it was fantastic. Anyway, I digress. TJ I want to Mexico. See he wears Rangers Crimson. Gear. Well, he ran into two Texas Rangers fans. I know, but he wasn't so representing the brand down there. Um, or or you stuff uh, game day there at the pool. So I want to wear no, I you know nothing. Evidence. You know nothing. Again, spreading no lies. Again, spreading Crimson lies. Jerseys. There is a photographic the evidence. Uh, we posted a picture saying we're listening to the great Sooner Voice here poolside in Mexico with oh. a picture in our OU Well, then gear, I apologize. So, yeah. That's a very hey, nice quit spreading your lies. Crimson jerseys on the road. Crimson jerseys on the road. Oh, I didn't me think about up. that. Yeah, yeah. On Saturday night, Saturday night in Death or Death Valley, I saw the post. Thank you. Either way, I want to see it. That yeah, would be, be fantastic. Awesome. Are you kidding me? It's gonna be awesome. I didn't with think the about numbered that. with the numbered yard Every lines, five yard lines and the double posts. The H oh H gold posts. Oh my gosh. Listen, dude, I am not scared of LSU. I want to embrace LSU. And I hope we're going to I hope we just beat well, I think we might beat Alabama. We beat Alabama and we head into LSU yeah, with no a chance to, to play in the SEC championship game. Yeah. 
Oh, my gosh. You got me fired up, John Whitson. John Whitson of Brown O'Haver telling it like it is. He's a real fan. You'll travel with him on the road, won't you? You'll support the Sooners on the road. You just went out to Utah. Dude, this brand travels. It travels well. You can reach us on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Porter Moser coming up in one hour. We'll be back right after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Hightower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show, bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed. Medication provided for free and patients can be compensated for their time. Various metro locations coming soon to Ardmore, HightowerClinical.com, or call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Your nicknames came about when the new Top Gun movie came out. You picked those as your pilot nicknames. That's right. That's uh, from Sooner Kell. I love it how people know right. more about they our know. show than we they do, know. TJ. That's, uh, Drake oh. came in yesterday. He goes, uh, hey, anything good today for a promo? I go, I don't know. This is why you're supposed to listen to the show. Yeah. I don't remember what we talked about. It was I go, all good. At one point, we laughed about something. Go find that. Mm-hmm. That's what, That was what I instructed him with yesterday. So, uh, Puerto Rican Sooner says, uh, Good morning, guys. Do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? We've been over this. No, it is not a Christmas movie, okay? Stop um, it with the stupidity uh, with that. TJ, hold on. Point of order. Um, I'm going to make a confession, and then I'm going to make a proclamation. Okay, confession. I had not seen Die Hard until this year. So, Alice and I were like, we've never seen Die Hard. I'm like, have you ever seen it? No, I've never seen it. I go, everybody always talks about it. And I quote it like I've seen it, you know, because I want to be like a dude and be part of the party. (laughs) Yippee-ki-yay, you know, the whole deal. And so, I'm like, well, let's, I go, let's watch it. Like, let's just watch it. We watched it. First of all, really, really fun movie. Yeah, fun fun movie. Bruce Willis is great. I hope he's doing okay you know, with his struggles and everything, but it was great. And I got to say categorically, 100%, without any argument, especially from TJ, Christmas movie. No, It's, it's a not. Christmas movie. It's not. Just it's because it takes Christmas. place during He's Christmas. He's kids' Christmas gifts. Just because it what takes place do does not know? make it a Christmas movie. What else do you need to know? That makes Dude, Lethal Bruce Weapon Willis a Christmas, Christmas movie then. It's not a Christmas okay. movie. Lethal Weapon oh takes place in December gosh. too. Doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Their Santa is in the movie. Santa's They're at the a movie. Christmas party. Doesn't make it, it a Christmas holiday Eve. Christmas movie. Oh, my God. Is this a good time Heaven. for my top ten Christmas movies of all maybe, time? Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, fine. All go right, ahead. Here we go. Throw them out there. Uh, I'll start from ten and go to one. All right? Top ten Christmas. You guys let me know. Uh, uh, what is it? Where Colin was right and where Colin was wrong. Okay? Uh, number ten. It's a Wonderful Life. I feel obligated to throw it on the list. I don't you love it. never like even seen it. I have that to. feels like one of the five movies you were allowed to watch as a kid. I, I watched it within the last five years, and it was a little long and drawn out, and I thought it's a nice premise, but does it, not, it did not live up to the hype. But I feel like I'll be flogged if I don't put it on my list. So I put it at number 10. Number nine, The Santa Claus, the Tim Allen Santa Claus. Thoughts? Never seen it. Underrated. Underrated? You think it should you, be higher than that? I think it probably. Well, you haven't heard one through eight. I haven't heard one through eight. Reserve the right. But yeah, I reserve. But I. But it definitely in the top ten. 
Tintin, do yourself a favor. Watch The Santa Claus. Yeah, I don't really know why I've here. never seen it. I've seen parts of it, but I've never just sat and watched the entire movie. Yeah, get your kid off the Oculus. Get him on the Disney he's Plus. He's seen it. I think he's seen all of them. I think, aren't there several of them now? There are, but we're yeah. going with number the, one, the, right? Yeah, number one, the OG is yeah. the best. Yeah. Number eight, Miracle on 34th Street. Now, you like the old one. I kind of prefer the new one because I like things in color. But either way, Miracle like on 34th one. Street, fun movie. Classic. Santa, it belongs on there, yeah. Santa on Properly trial. rated. Number seven, Four Christmases. <laughs> you love you some Four Christmases. <laughs> it's grown on me. It's, it's good, grown. isn't it, John? Yeah, it's like TJ, a... have you still not seen it? I remember oh, you when have we, seen it, you just forgot. Yeah, I just forgot that I'd seen it. So it's I've a seen great it, movie. Yeah. It's like an acquired taste. Vince Vaughn is hilarious. I don't. He's a jerk in that movie. Well, he is, but he's still funny. But it was so good. And the scene with Favreau and yeah. his wife where they're eating the wings and playing Taboo. Yeah. It's, it's one of the best <laughs> scenes. In, oh, my gosh. It's so good, dude. Number six, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Overrated. Really? Mm-hmm. TJ? I enjoy all the Grinches. I would That's say you probably have it a little overrated. We'll see okay. how the rest of your list goes. Number five, Home Alone. Mm, underrated. That's much well, higher than five. Might be underrated. I yeah. think it's a top three. Underrated? Yeah. All right. Home Alone, five. Number four, this one might be controversial, but I love this movie. Polar Express. Overrated. So I was reading an interesting article yesterday about Polar Express, and I did not know that it causes, like, um, anxiety and fear and freaks some people out because of the way the animation's done. I guess there's, like, an actual clinical description for it. I don't remember what it was called. Because the kids look so real at times, it causes certain people to have uh, mental – it affects people mentally when they see it. Yeah. And um, so they have trouble watching Polar Express. So I don't know if that should be that high or not. But I I do like Polar Express. I haven't seen it yet. It doesn't affect me in that way. The top three are non-debatable. These are the top three Christmas movies at all time. If you want to move them around a little bit, that's fine. But if you think they are not top three, you are wrong. Well, one of them is not going to belong. So we'll see which one it is. Number three is A Christmas Story. Yes. Number two is Elf. And number one is Christmas Vacation. I love. Listen, I love Elf, mm-hmm. but I'm dropping Elf to four and moving Home Alone to two. Mm-mm. No, that's wrong. Unpopular opinion here. I think Elf still makes the college football playoff or the Christmas movie playoff, <laughs> but it uh, it uh, it's not the it number makes two. Makes the top four. Yeah, go ahead, TJ. Christmas Story number one. Elf 2, Home Alone 3, Christmas Vacation 4. Ooh. Now, good night, everybody. I love night, Christmas everybody. Vacation. It's been great about. being on the air. I with love, you. love, this is the love. Moment literally on the 20 years on the air together. TJ I love I Christmas Vacation. Today. I love it. And, and really, you could put all those one A, B, C, D, whatever you want. I love all four of those movies. Those are my four main movies. But if I was to watch them in a certain order, it probably depend on the year, but this I think I would so go much that about way. TJ, doesn't it? I this, love a I Christmas mean, story. I absolutely love a Christmas story. You're literally just being dogging on Christmas vacation. No, I said I love the movie. I the absolutely most love it. thing of all time. Unbelievable. I absolutely love the movie. I'm not dogging on it at all. I'm saying that's probably the order if I had to watch some, even though I watch every one of them every year. I watch all four of those every year. So mm-hmm. if I was to have that, to miss out on too. one, I might would pick vacation. 
in the running but not selected, Rudolph, Charlie Brown Christmas, and the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is the best of the Christmas carols. This is going to sound a little feminine, but I, I wish Love Actually would have made the top ten. Big fan of Love Actually. I like it. Best soundtrack. Best um, soundtrack. One movie left out of that top ten that absolutely should be in there, Jingle All the Way with Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dude, a I Very underrated the, movie. TJ, I watched that the other day, and Sinbad is so funny in that movie. It's I've hilarious. never seen it. It's hilarious. Oh, I recommend it. The end gets a little dumb. I have a hard yeah. time with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Phil Hartman is classic in oh, it. Oh, so it's gross, good. Dad. You smell like puke. No, Schwarzenegger is about what you think he is, probably. Like, I'm not going to tell you to watch it thinking he's going to be any different. He's exactly what you imagine. Right. But Sinbad and Phil Hartman steal that movie. And Phil, they are Phil so Hartman good. is awesome. Oh, my gosh, they're good. Okay. All right. Go ahead, TJ. Any more text messages for us? Uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Uh, just question marks. <laughs> I put it at 10. Doesn't it have to be legally on the list? No. No? Right. Uh, someone voting here for Scrooged. Scrooge is a fine movie. I don't know that I put it top Scrooged. ten. Scrooged, that's the Bill Murray one, right? Uh, yes, Bill Murray. Yes, Scrooged. Mm -hmm. What okay. was the one that came out with uh, with um, Ryan Reynolds? That was a Scrooge type movie, wasn't it? I don't remember that one. Off the top of my head, I'm just blanking. I think it was on Apple TV uh, last year. Welcome to Wrexham. Well, it's the guy from Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah. Anyway, that was pretty good. It was. It was. You guys want to hear another uh, Christmas story real fast? Uh, my uh, daughter had to have an abscess drained from her armpit last night. Oh, gross! Oh. <laughs> I don't Merry think your daughter Christmas, wanted you. Everyone. I don't think your daughter Merry wanted to, you Christmas. telling that story. Gross. Probably not, but she's sleeping in. She was uh, she was high on meds last night when she got home, so she'll sleep till noon today, probably. But are uh. you and your wife the kind of people that like? videotape the kids when they're high you know after they get like a tooth pulled or something and they're my all... wife and i the the thing that we are the most polar opposite on in our marriage is she absolutely loves like dr pimple popper and things like that and even saying it makes me want to vomit well you so said it though this was a dream come true for her last night to get to firsthand witness this in person would and, you do it at the uh, house or something? Did no, somebody no, no. Come we had over? to go to an urgent care and everything. It was no, it was uh, it was a whole production. Yeah, it was it was a took up. I had the gala gala, and they had to go to the urgent care last night and get this taken care of. So, anyway, go ahead, TJ. Merry Christmas. Uh, several. Uh, my goodness, the text line's just going nuts right now. Uh, this person says, "Elf, blah, <laughs> Elf is not top ten ever." Uh, wrong. You are wrong. You're fired. Okay, you're fired. Kind of. Can we block people yeah. for their opinions? Uh, you're blocked. On you're movies? blocked. Yeah. Uh, oh. Many on here saying your Chris is, uh, your list is inaccurate if your Christmas list does not include Bad Santa. I have never seen Bad Santa. I I know it's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I have never seen Bad Santa. I'm a I I don't uh, believe in that kind of behavior, TJ. Uh, several votes here I see for Christmas with the Cranks. <laughs> I haven't seen that one either. No. Mm -hmm. Who's in that one? Uh, that's, a Tim Tim that's another Tim Allen one. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's super dumb. The premise is that they don't want to celebrate Christmas and everybody makes them feel bad about it. And, like, 
Just don't. I have seen that one. When it first came out, I saw it in the theater. I think it's just dumb. Like, if the guy doesn't want to celebrate Christmas, who cares? Like, why is it my problem? It's not my problem. I don't know. The whole premise is stupid. (laughs) Like, TJ didn't want to do Thanksgiving. TJ goes out of town. Right. We don't give him a hard time. We just let him go. We don't ever say anything. So, what are we talking about? Just go on your cruise, Tim Allen. Stop making it my problem. Uh, This person, number one, Christmas vacation. Number two, jingle all the way for them. Um, Maybe I'll have to watch Jingle all the dude, way tonight. Watch it for Sin- Sinbad. It's, it's so hilarious. Good. Another one. Another, uh, uh, listen, remember it's not when Sinbad was hot. Sinbad was like remember, unnecessary or necessary number one rough. comedian in the world for a yeah, six winning star he surge. Was unnecessary and, roughness. Yeah, yeah, it was so good on that yeah. too. Hey, another movie that's just under the radar, not on the list. It shouldn't be on the list. Love Hard's pretty good. That's a pretty good Christmas movie. I don't know if it's on oh, the Netflix. My God, is that? That's appropriate. That sounds no, it's good. It's fine. I'm not going to trouble with that. No. Oh, okay. I can't keep up with the text line now. Uh, uh, TJ is right. I'm on Team TJ. I don't know what that is about, but thank you. Hmm. Uh, Is The Proposal considered a Christmas movie? That's the Ryan Reynolds one you guys were talking about. Oh, where they go to Alaska with Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock, That is a cute movie. I like that movie. I don't. It does take place at Christmas time. This one's but. fighting me saying if uh, Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, then Home Alone isn't a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's... Well, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. It's about the spirit of everything. Like I haven't watched Home Alone in a while. Maybe I need to go back and watch Home Alone tonight. Oh, it's... Yeah. A little Friday night Christmas movie. Is, uh, there a, is there one coming out in theaters this year that we need to see? Oh, a Christmas movie? There was one with Jennifer Garner, and it was okay. It was fine. In theaters, there's no, a, a, the a theaters. big Christmas. Uh, Jeffrey, there's usually Je- a big Christmas blockbuster. Jeffrey says, "Go see Godzilla." It's got like ninety-eight percent. Um, it's not a Christmas movie. Well, it takes place in Japan. Doesn't that make it a Christmas movie? No. We'll take a break. We'll ask John about Brown O'Haver next. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Little bit of a little bit of a Christmas gift to uh, Sooner Twitter yesterday by Zach Sanchez, by the way. Jeez. Yeah, all you fans suck. Wow. That uh, that went over well. That went maybe maybe a step away from the X for a couple of days there, Zach. <laughs> But it, uh, a word of advice to uh, all athletes, going after the fan base rarely works out well. Rarely. But you know what? I get the impression Zach don't care. So, anyway, maybe we'll talk about that more later. Right now, though, let's talk about Brown O'Haver. That's where we're hanging out again today with our buddy John. Alice and John run this fine establishment, and they are consistently – Getting you thirty to forty percent more than you got otherwise, John. Right? You got some examples yeah. for me. So we had a client in Tulsa reached out to us after a water loss, damaged his kitchen and dining room flooring. His initial estimate from the insurance company was forty eight hundred dollars, um, but when he tried to get more responses from his adjuster, trying to get more things paid for, it just didn't happen. He wasn't getting any response. Reached out to us. We did our work, uh, found substantial damage to the kitchen cabinetry and other items, but most importantly, got the insurance company to respond to us. And uh, we were able to increase the claim by an additional $18,000. 18000 So he was at wow. 4800 And then when he's done, he's making an additional $18,000. And 
the thing is, I, I say these stories sometimes on the radio, and people are probably like, oh, well, he's picking the best ones. These are like normal stories. This is like what happens with yeah. our clients. Insurance, company, insurance companies pay a very low amount. They hope, expect, want you to take it and say, you know what? This is as good as it's going to get. You know, sorry about you. And it's just not the facts. The reality is, is you've been paying for premiums for a very long time, and you deserve to get paid what it costs to do the repairs and bring you back whole again. That's why you want to hire Brown O'Haver. In this case, we didn't get our client 30 to 40% more. We got our client 400% more than mm. they got on their own. And it shouldn't have to be this way. I say this all the time. It shouldn't have to be this way, but we've been in business since 2006, so it is this way. And this is how we're able to help clients. So you want to give us a call, 405-735-5510. Um, that's just, it's, we're talking fire. We're talking, of course, uh, storm damage, tornadoes, winds. Uh, what else are we talking about here? Well, a, a good uh, water damage. Water, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that's another big deal. Not, not as much at Christmas time, but once we start getting into January and February, and if we get some freezes and the pipes burst, and things like that, that's when you're going to want to call us because we can really help with water damages. It's a pain. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just such a pain yeah. all the way around. And um, I, not that a fire is any better, but I, I don't know. They all have their degrees of cruddy, and it's pretty cruddy. But um, either way, those are the kind of and, – and it's whether you have a home or a business. So we help a lot of businesses, people that are small businesses, large businesses, uh, commercial buildings, whatever the case may be. We can handle the entire uh, range of claims. So you want to give us a call at 405-735-5510. You know, one piece of advice you gave uh, many years ago that we try to do, the Roland House tries to do once a year, is uh, just go around the house taking photos of everything. Yep. In every room, just go around the house taking photos of everything. And God forbid a tornado or a fire or whatever, then you have a – photo inventory because we all can't remember when when it happens we think we know what we own we think we know what we have but invariably you forget stuff and that stuff adds up to big money yeah and let me add on to that toby that's a great a great thing to do especially this time of year um open the cabinets when you take pictures open the make the makeup drawer where all the makeup is in for the ladies and the spice cabinets and the toolboxes. Tool, tool mm -hmm. Open that up. You don't have to write anything down. It doesn't need to be that detailed. But to Toby's point, absolutely take pictures. Then when you do have that loss, you hand it over to Brown O'Haver, and we can completely price it, age it, do all the steps that you have to do with your insurance company to make sure you properly get paid. But the money is in the little things because they're going to pay you for your couch, and they're going to pay you for your TV, and they're going to pay you for the big stuff. But you're going to leave a lot on the table if you don't get paid back for all the stuff in your kitchen, all the stuff in your bathroom, all the stuff in your garage. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of money there that you're due, and it, it does often go missed by the insurance company. Question. TJ owns three air fryers. If he were to have a fire, does he get reimbursed for all three air fryers yes. or just the one air fryer? Uh, he gets all three air fryers if wow. he had it. Wow. If you go to a place yeah. like his, like uh, like one of these mansions where it's 150 feet to walk around uh, the living room, <laughs> yeah. do you send out extra agents for houses we do have like to, that? We do have to send out a larger team. Yeah. Right? So, you know, typically it's a two- to three-person team. What's the reimbursement a, on a gargoyle? 
I, I think you're going to be highly disappointed when you get to my house on Christmas Eve. <laughs> There's nothing like you describe it. Go ahead. You still haven't given me the gate code, by the way. You don't Go need ahead. it. There's no gate. Re- you you're don't about need a code. to tell me the reimbursement on gargoyles. <laughs> uh, for, here's the deal. If you do lose a gargoyle, Brown O'Haver takes the time to look it up, price it appropriately, Research it. and make sure you get the best price paid back on a gargoyle. That's how they do it. Brown O'Haver, folks, 405 and something else here, 735 And, I, and as, as I said in the first hour, I'm going to say it again, um, especially for folks that live in Norman, if you go to Victory Family Church or you're looking for a church this um, weekend for Christmas time, they did suffer a fire. They had a uh, artificial tree catch on fire. It's Their building's going to be fine, but it, it they're not going to be like a, some smoke smell in there. And some stuff. smoke, smoke smell, some and charred some smoke, walls, and some, and some smoke damage, mm. like quite a bit actually. But th- it, they'll be back in it. But for this weekend, they are going to be at the old Journey Church on Tecumseh I thirty five. So if you're um, if you go to church there, or you're looking for a uh, church to support this Christmas, uh, think about Journey or Victory Church at the Journey Building uh, this weekend. You know, um, you know, I'm going to TJ's house for Christmas Eve. That's pretty big time. You know, it's, a, it's the first time I've ever been to his house. A fr- There's a lot of pressure in Friends and Christmas. Thanksgiving and Friends, not so bad. Friends and Christmas, they do weird stuff, dude. People here's, do weird stuff. Here's the deal. Well, on the rare occasions that we get together socially, like at a bowling event or whatever, our wives just chat it up. Like they are best friends and they got millions. TJ and I have already said everything we have to say to each other. <laughs> And it's we true. just sit there. It and is stare. true. We're like, I don't know. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? This He's like, I, I just really talked to you for three hours you. this morning, but I'll show you the gargoyle. I was yeah. like, how about your your hat looks nice today? And he'll say, thank you. And that's like, that's mm-hmm. we have nothing else to say to each other. But you know what we've got? <laughs> we're like for a gift. Like we're coming over. They haven't said we should bring a gift, but we're gonna. No, because it's nice again to have us over. We got him an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> How much of the food at the Christmas party do you expect to be have been cooked in the air fryer? Like, what are you? Because I would think you'd want some chicken nuggets. Got to be hundred percent. The dude zero. always talks about chicken. There nuggets. will be zero, uh, zero air fryer uh, items on. Have Christmas you made Eve. your spicy Chex mix yet? No, I'm behind on my Chex mix. I'm, are we going to have some for the party? I've got the uh, ingredients. I just have not made them. Have you got the tamales yet from El Mercado's? Oh no, no, no. We'll pick those up oh. on Christmas Eve morning, fresh. <laughs> yeah, you want those fresh? Yeah, yeah that's true. You want that's those true. Fresh. Are we going to have spicy Chex mix? I hope to do that. You want on me to s- grab a bag of Chex Mix no, on the way over? No, I hope to do that on Sunday. So, TJ, are we doing a are we doing a chili con carne on top of the uh, on top of the yeah, tamales? The or typically, we uh, typically or we have uh, the queso. We typically have the queso for the top of the chili. That, uh, uh, that sounds good. No, that tamales, sounds good. Yeah, that sounds terrible. No, that sounds good. You don't put queso on top of a tamale. Uh, I I I think sure queso on top of anything. It's salsa, fine. queso, yeah, whatever you want. Not really. Uh, we don't have the chili con carne. No. Look so at you, you tamale you. snob. <laughs> I, I grew up in San Antonio, which is pretty close to Mexico, like four hours. Yeah. And we did not put queso on tamales. Put a little bit of chili. Maybe. No, you're wrong. What did I tell you? I don't know that I'm wrong on this one. You're I actually wrong. feel pretty comfortable in my in my in my opinion on this. I don't think you put queso on it. Me, mm-hmm. I'll tell you who else doesn't put queso. The dude at uh, Pepe Delgado's. He's not throwing queso on that deal. You can't even get queso at that restaurant. Well, you know what? You, 
and the dude at Pepe Delgado's aren't invited to our Christmas hey, Eve party. I didn't get an invitation <laughs> so anyway. Me and TJ want to put queso on our t- tamales. We TJ's will. got my phone number. He could have texted me, but no, I didn't get an invitation. He We're definitely want, not getting one now. Not now. I mean, we've got, we've got kids of mutual age. They could hang out and stuff, but no, that's fine. Hmm. Um. All right, this got awkward all of a sudden. Uh, break time, <laughs> 7.49 on a Friday. Porter Moser coming up in about 25 minutes. We'll be back. Ref Army, it's time to join us once again for the Ref's Hal Smith Restaurant Group College Bowl Pick'em. Just head to ESPN.com, find the College Bowl Mania link, search for the group Unhitch the Wagon, and enter the password Sooners. If you've joined us in the past, it's even easier. Just click rejoin the league and you're in. So take your shot at great prizes and bragging rights with the Ref's College Bowl Pick'em, brought to you by the Hal Smith Restaurant Group. A Hal Smith gift card is good for things like dinner at Charleston's, burgers at the garage, brunch at Neighborhood Jam, and a whole lot more. Visit HalSmith.com and spread some joy this holiday season. Toby, TJ, John back with you. He is live at Brown O'Haver this hour uh, brought to you by High Tower Clinical. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Find out the areas they're working in, HightowerClinical.com, or you can call or text for more information, 405-831-5905. Let's see here. This serves a vote for Last Boy Scout, The Holiday with Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, and Jack Black. Uh, I haven't seen either one of those. If anyone does not have Christmas Story in their top three, then you're like a Heisman voter who shouldn't have a vote. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, lots of votes here for Gremlins, I see. Hmm. Um, oh yeah, people think that's a, but that happens after Christmas. He got the Gremlin for Christmas, and then the rest of the movie happens after. Right? Am right. I right? Uh, so I yes, yes. So I don't know that you can. Um, love actually getting a lot of votes here, a lot of love. Some of these on here that you guys are seeing, I'm seeing here, is much like, um, what Toby mentioned, a Charlie Brown Christmas. So several of you have put Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph and these. I don't know that I consider the 30-minute holiday shows movies. Yeah, those are shows. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, not movies. They're a special part of the holiday, and I don't mind right. you watching it's them, but I don't know if I would put the them in the category with the movies. Yeah. Good call by you, TJ. Uh, this person is asking for my uh, spicy Chex Mix recipe. It's nothing special. Like, just don't give it to him. I don't mind giving it to him. Don't give it to him. You got to keep something close to the It's nothing special. It's not nothing like groundbreaking. So, all right, I'll keep it. Toby said not yeah. to share it, people. I'm willing mm-hmm. to share. Toby does not share. Sooner Judy says in New Mexico we eat tamales plain since they are so fresh and moist. Um, Please don't use that word anymore. <laughs> John John Implanter likes Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas movie on Disney Plus right now. He says it's awesome. I haven't seen that one either. <laughs> Have you even seen Guardians of the Galaxy? No. No. Um, Candy Cane Lane's getting a vote here. The Krampuses, Deck the Halls. Uh, there's oh. a lot of opinions here. By the way, this. it was spirited. The, the Ryan Reynolds movie last year was spirited. Oh, that's right. He's uh, the elf or whatever, isn't he? There's like uh, yes. green and red on the uh, poster or whatever. I, don't, I right. never saw it because I'm not fan Is of it. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's not top ten, but I was just trying to think of what it was. It's good. It's good. It's a good watch. Yeah, it's a good watch. Okay. Ryan Reynolds is good. Top of the hour break, 8 o'clock coming up next. We're at Brown O'Haver today. Back after this.